in the morning show tuesday february 8th toby and tj back with you it's election day get out there and vote tj go ahead tell them who they should vote for today whoever you feel the best candidate is as long as that candidate is somebody other than the one i'm thinking extreme outdoor equipment sponsors our show every day we are headed to 67 degrees today in the state of Oklahoma, it's going to be sunny. It's going to be a little breezy, but a nice day. Really nice. Uh, this week is, I mean, just copy and paste it. It's going to keep going. 60s, sunny all week. Texas beat Kansas last night in Austin, 79-76. They scored the final seven points of the game to do so. Virginia knocked off Duke last night at Cameron Indoor. Tonight, OSU at TCU. That's a 6 o'clock start in Fort Worth. Iowa State goes to Morgantown to take on West Virginia. The Sooner men back in action tomorrow night. They're at home. Need a win. Texas Tech Red Raiders will be in town. TJ, here I, I gave you Jerry Palm's latest bracketology last hour. He's got OU uh, just out, one of the first four out. Joe Lunardi has OU still in the field as one of the last four buys. That means they're not one of the last four in. That has to play in Dayton, but the next group. So uh, last four in. So here's their first-round matchup. Uh, Again, I encourage you, don't make reservations yet. This isn't final. He has the Sooners as an 11 seed taking on Connecticut, a 6 seed in Portland, Oregon in the first round. We've been to Portland before. Beautiful town. Uh, we'll see if that happens. By the way, we're back to, you know, going all over the country this year. Remember last year the whole tournament was played in Indianapolis. The potential first-round sites are Greenville, North Carolina, Milwaukee, Fort Worth, Texas, down in the Dickey Center, TJ, that, that's named after the barbecue restaurant down there. San Diego, California. No, it's not. Huh? Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Buffalo, New York. Indianapolis again. And Portland, Oregon. Those are the potential uh, first-round sites in this year's NCAA tournament. So either way you look at it, whether it's Palm or Lenardi or I bet you find another bracketology out there, 
they have squarely put themselves on the bubble with this losing seven of eight. They're either on the good side of it or the bad side of it and very much need a dub. Who do you want on tomorrow, T? Do you want hacks or level? We'll get the other one on when we go out to their place. Um. Well, I'm you know always we like for both hacks. those guys. Uh, you want I'm hacks tomorrow? Hacks, yeah. Have you listened to hacks call a game recently? Um, not since last couple um, of years. Well, you know what? I what not too long ago. Yes, I did for a little bit. Uh, but I hear him all the time on his clips, on his highlights and stuff. But he was on uh, Sirius the other day. I caught him on something. I don't remember what game it was a few weeks ago, but yes. I I, I could be wrong about this. Somebody who uh, listened more regularly when he called ORU basketball, correct me if I'm wrong, I think he has kind of slowly taken on the Lubbock attitude when he calls a game now. Like he is – he's uh, – well, there's no he doubt. calls a game with an attitude. There's no doubt he has uh, picked up an attitude along the way, yes. I don't even mean that bad. I just no. mean he – I very much enjoy listening to Jeff Haxton call a game. I think he is outstanding, one of the best. But there is now just a kind of – there is a little bit of a West Texas uh, don't cross me or I might punch you in the nose attitude when he calls the game, isn't there? Without a Four doubt, sixes ranch. Uh, some of those highlights I'm talking about is where I've noticed that, so yes. Yeah, maybe I'll ask him about that. We'll try to get Hacks on tomorrow's show. They play that when he walks into his walks up to his table. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, all right, so Tech <laughs> tomorrow night, uh, 8 o'clock tip, too late for Tej, but I'll be there if you guys want to uh, come see me in the Lloyd Noble Center. Dude, I'm telling you. I don't mean, I'm sorry if I ruined the episode, but trust me, it's still worth watching. Uh, Chris Kattan last night was just accidentally hilarious. It was. <laughs> You're upsetting a text here, by the way. We're getting our friendly text stuff. Why? You guys shut up and talk sports. Oh, get over it. Get over <laughs> it. Find a different station to listen to. There's a lot of them out there. There's there's terrestrial radio, there's satellite radio, there's streaming podcasts. There's all kinds of options out there. That's right. But out. That's right. Go do a Facebook um, Live. Yeah, yeah. A Twitter go, space. Go listen, to, listen to some music for a while or just talk to yourself. Um, He, he keeps getting up at 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning, stumbling into the kitchen and eating cake and like, just straight out of the pan. He's not, like, getting a piece out. He just gets a fork. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought he'd be doing with his hands. No, no, no. He'll eat the cake straight out of the pan, but then he, like, puts the fork back in, and the whole house knows he's doing it. So they're like, no, we're not touching the cake. He's, like, double dipping into the cake every night. <laughs> and then he stumbles <laughs> stumbles back into the room. It's just glorious. And then he gets up there for his speech. It's him and... and uh, uh, my Miara, what's her name? Mira, Mira, Mira. Anyway, yeah. He's like he speaks first, and he's like, "Listen, I don't know anything about this game. I shouldn't be here anymore." I didn't you know what be- I was accepting when I got here. If y'all yeah. could just vote me out, it's basically I'm ready to go home. And uh, and then they're all like, "Nah, we're gonna keep you." <laughs> it's great. And then it's when he when they vote out her, he's got this look on his face, like what. I just asked you to vote me out. Why didn't anyone vote me out? So, definitely worth a watch. 
Uh, is Kyler trying to get out of the of Arizona, TJ? Here's the thing. This we bring this up every time this happens. How do people like follow someone's Instagram or Twitter close enough that they recognize immediately, like when they unfollow someone or delete know. certain pictures? Like that blew up immediately, and I'm like, how does like is there some type of app that tells you? That someone does that is what I'm asking that I don't know about. I'm old, so there's maybe an app, and it's simple, and they just set this app up and put Kyler Murray's account in, and if it changes. But, yeah, it's that's not a good look if he's deleted every single tie to Arizona and every picture, everything that he's done. That Obviously, he's got someone that does it for him and handles his social media, but that takes some time. So is he – I mean, I have not – I agree with you on all that, by the way. I have not heard until potentially yesterday of him being unhappy about anything. I thought him and Cliff were besties out there. I had heard rumblings uh, a few weeks before that, and uh, a lot of people within that locker room not satisfied with how that season ended for them and put a lot sure. of the blame on, on Kingsbury. So I'm not surprised by it, and it's also that year where he needs to start getting a contract done, so he may be putting some pressure on him with this. But Is he coming up on his final year? Uh, he's got the fifth-year option, I believe. That's the team option, I Player think. Player option? Oh, team I think option. it's a team option. I could be wrong on that, but yes. So he's coming up on that time period where he needs to get a deal done or start having those talks. So people don't know if it's uh, him trying to push that to get them like, oh, let's get him that money in the bank, or if he is unhappy and wants out. Isn't it crazy, though? Like, I don't know. When did When did... Twitter and Instagram, they came around 15 years ago? Yeah, probably, yeah. Is that too far back? Mm, it's right, right so, there with Twitter. Instagram, I think, is a little newer, but yeah. Let's say let's say 20 years ago, okay. If you were unhappy and wanted to request a trade or just express as a professional athlete your unhappiness, you had to either leak a story to a reporter to put it in the newspaper. Yes. Or do an interview with, you know, a reporter or or something. You had to call someone and say, hey, I got a story for you. I'm unhappy, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Now all you got to do is unfollow someone on it. Watch this. <laughs> Click unfollow on it. You don't even have to say you're unhappy. Don't say a word. Delete some pictures and unfollow the team that you play for. I mean, it could very well be that Kyler Murray doesn't even run his own Instagram. And whoever does was just like, you know, trying to get down to 100 follows like I do for every once in a while. Or, or, I don't or know. Just Maybe. rebranding something for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Just doing some maintenance. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it's everywhere. Kyler Murray demanding a trade. Uh, that being said, I would love to see Kyler Murray get traded somewhere. Somewhere more high profile. Dallas, of course, would be great. Well, he doesn't, somewhere lose. He doesn't the, lose there, so I'd be happy with that. Somewhere on the East Coast. Just somewhere, like Arizona to me feels... Uh, we see him now more because he's there. But... I don't know. It just seems forgotten about to me. It's like it's just. I would love it if he would end up somewhere a little more high profile. 
the uh, one of the better tweets I saw yesterday, but also wasn't good timing because of the situation they're in in the sport. One of the MLB accounts put out the little hmm emoji with <laughs> Kyler in the A's uniform, and I'm like, that would uh-huh. be great if you weren't on strike. Kyler Murray's having a great NFL career. At one point this year, he was in the NFL MVP conversation. Did he make the right choice by going to football, TJ? No. He would have been a better <laughs> baseball player. I still, I'll still, I'll say that till the day I die. <laughs> Kyler Murray would have been a better baseball player than football player. Uh, I'm getting a text here that says Tampa Bay is one spot that's being rumored for Kyler. <sighs> better. I don't love it. Tampa just won a Super Bowl. I don't, I don't want to have to root for them. You what know? about your Indianapolis I Colts? For. I love it. I love the Colts. <laughs> I, I want him. Like, I can root for the Browns. I got no problem rooting for the Browns, right? Yes. I want Kyler to end up somewhere, and I can root for the Cardinals. I just, and I, it's hard with Cliff. I don't like Cliff, so it's hard, you know. I want him to end up somewhere I can root for. The Colts would be a one, fantastic, great. Cowboys would be a two. That'd be that'd be a blast. But they got Dak Prescott, so. Uh, but just don't go to the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Well, he won't go there. They're they're settled with uh, Mac. Don't so. go to the Steelers. Hmm? That's a possibility. Don't go to the Titans. Don't go anywhere else in the AFC South that we're competing with, you know. Mm -hmm. How about the Dolphins? How about the Dolphins? That's a good place for Kyler Murray. I can root for the Dolphins. Now, if you're Arizona. How about one of the New York teams? Kyler Murray in New York City. If you're Arizona, you're not letting him get away. If he's unhappy with Cliff, you're moving on from Cliff Kingsbury probably firing him so yeah that's true He's th- not going it's going to be interesting next year because there are a lot of quarterbacks with big names that don't sound like they're going to be in their spots that they've been some of them for a long time Russell Westbrook or Westbrook, Westbrook uh, Wilson wants out of Seattle he has been wanting out for five years uh, if Kyler wants out of Arizona Jimmy G's probably out at San Francisco Aaron Rodgers probably out at Green Bay and somewhere different so <laughs> could look a lot different all over the NFL next year Tom Brady's out. Tom Brady's retired, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That exploded, you're right, yesterday, just like uh, wildfire. Kyler Murray once out of Arizona. I wonder if someone gets paid for that, like with certain companies, like sit and watch main athletes and observe their uh, bios and their pictures and who they follow. I don't know, but speaking of the NFL, you know, Perry on Winfrey had the Monster Senior Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, MVP, Senior Bowl. That's right. New mock draft out last night or this morning, post-Senior Bowl by ESPN. They have Perry on now in the second round, number 57 overall. He, I, We mentioned yesterday he's made himself some money. I'm honestly a little surprised he's that low. I, I, was gonna, I thought you were going to say he may be into first round, so... Yeah, we're not we're not to the draft yet. Still got the combine, so he's still got time to move mm-hmm. up. Did you see the picture of him and Brian Osamoa standing by each other at the uh, Senior Bowl in their jerseys, in their, jer- their OU helmets? Yes. Mm-hmm. Did you see how flabby Brian Osamoa looked with all those Pilates <laughs> workouts he's been doing? 
Doesn't look like he's lifted any weights the last four years Soft. or however long he's been here. Soft, Soft. Charmin. Yeah. Poor guy. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. RK Black brings you this hour. Been in business since 1952. Leading provider of office technology solutions. Need copier, fax, printer, scanner, document management, network solutions for your office. Much, much more. uh, 405-943-9800 or rkblack.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Toby likes aggressive base running. Hitting using their athleticism, good pitching. Sounds like a championship Cardinals team to me. You want to respond to that? I can only, I think we all can only hope that Oklahoma baseball can become the collegiate version of the St. Louis Cardinals. A obviously championship franchise uh, with a backbone built on great fans and uh that's what we want so yeah i i hope that uh oklahoma baseball very soon can mirror st louis cardinals absolutely toby uh tell us more about your relationship with eric nadell with the rangers that's cool (laughs) (laughs) more of a mentor mentee relationship uh, I took Eric under my wings many years ago, and uh, he calls me after a rough broadcast and says, man, you know, and I try to lift his spirits. And uh, so, yeah, good friends for a long time. And looking forward to seeing him down there and being in his booth. This one says. Oh, that's a lie, by the way. No, it's not. I don't know, Eric. Never met him. Uh, this one just says, toughen up. I'm not, it's All like right. an hour ago. I don't know what. That you can tell us that every day. I mean, yeah, I absolutely agree with that, Toby. I've been trying to do some push-ups. I've been working push-ups into my daily. Uh, you know, I've been taking a walk for a while now. I've started to try to get some push-ups mixed in there, teach it. So uh, I'm working on it, trying to get tougher, in case I have to fist fight another play-by-play guy at some point. We're going into the SEC, teach, and I understand no holds barred. All right. So I want to be able to represent should I get into a scuffle with an Eli Gold or one of the other guys down there. I hope you get in a scuffle with Mm -hmm. Eli Gold. Uh, TJ, you were smart for not going to Stillwater Pool Store events. I will never go to another sporting event there, but it was nice to see Toby. So I I saw Pool Store events. That's one of the things he's like, this is his first time up there. He, He stopped by after the game, the broadcast position there courtside. And he's like, man, they hate us up here. He's like, I had no idea how ruthless it was when OU goes on the road, all the chant and all that. I was like, yeah, you need to experience it, like what it's like to go on the road. You need to get out of your shell, TJ, and experience well, I've been to a it. Game, a football game in Stillwater. I know they don't like Oklahoma. Now we're talking about basketball. I'm not worried about OU football fans. <laughs> OU football fans pack out every game. They travel great. They're unbelievable on the road. I'm just saying I realize the hate there is in Stillwater. I'm, I'm just, yeah, you need to 
if you're going to call yourself a Sooner fan, your support has to go beyond going to one game a year whenever it conveniently fits into your Before schedule. Before they paid you, how many games a year did you go to? I went to football, basketball, baseball games all the time. All the time. When you when I was weren't in college. shooting a, college, uh, uh, a segment for News 9, how many when, games did you go to? Oh, I grew, Stop this. I grew up an OU fan. <laughs> I would go with my dad. He would he would make me hold up the sign that said, we need two tickets out front because he's like, uh, they're more likely to get cut a good deal if they think it's the kid that <laughs> needs the, the tickets. The kid. I was like, it is the kid that needs the tickets, Dad. <laughs> I was I watching Wayman Tisdale. I was in the house when er, Ernie Abercrombie hit the three in the corner to beat Kansas. I saw both the back-to-back wins. I went to OU baseball games all the time. I watched Mark Redmond pitch. I would go to All Sports Stadium. Get out of here with that trash, all right? <laughs> you were down in Arlington working at Blockbuster or up in Enid participating in three-on-three tournaments or seeing how long you could fight Jimmy in the front yard with your shirts off or whatever. I was supporting the Sooners. It wasn't Jimmy. It's Charlie. Uh, has Garth Brooks ever done a Super Bowl halftime show? No. No, which is kind of surprising. A little bit weird, yeah. Uh, tomorrow, can we have the five worst halftime shows? Hmm. No. Britney Spears in 2001, best halftime show ever, this texter claims. That was a, it wasn't just Britney. That was no. like a NSYNC, group Britney, effort that year. There was, yeah, there yeah. was several people involved in that. Um, Let's see here. Bruno was surprisingly awesome. What I this agree. Texter says. I was wrong that year. Uh, I gave TJ a hard time about Bruno not being big enough to be worthy of a halftime show, and he slayed. He slapped. Who knew Teddy Williams was a Lady Gaga fan? Oh, I mean, welcome to the network, first off. Thanks for being nude that you found our station. We appreciate it. Lady uh, Teddy has proclaimed his love for Lady Gaga for years and years and years. It is his number one favorite artist, number two, Pantera. Number three, whoever he went to see the other uh, day. Tool. Tool. Hey, who all's going to Tool tonight? It's going Does to be that... awesome. <laughs> is that not apropos? <laughs> he probably wore his Lady Gaga t-shirt to Tool. You think he's got a concert tee from Gaga? Um, he probably does, but it's never been worn. It's just framed in a shadow box with his tickets, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's great. Uh, Toby! Uh, Toby! Dickie's Arena is named after the clothing brand, not the barbecue (laughs) place. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Welcome to the station. <laughs> Garth did the Super Bowl national anthem in nineteen. You know what being on ninety. You know what being on ninety four point seven has taught me. What's that? What's that? We have developed way too many inside jokes through the years. <laughs> <laughs> I 
that's Go ahead. that's what, what true. Was that last text? Uh, what was 93 that last Garth did the national anthem apparently at the Super Bowl. Oh, I bet he killed it. That best national anthem either again easy Whitney. This must be a Cowboy hater. He wants uh anywhere but the Cowboys for Kyler Murray. Hmm. Uh Lags 32 says please send uh, Kyler to my Dolphins. I be I could cheer for him with the Dolphins. That seems like a good fit down there. It'd be kind of ironic if he took over for Tua in Miami, where the two went head-to-head. Forget, and Tua beat him. Forget every Super Bowl halftime show. Nothing compares to Ashley Simpson's halftime show at the 2001 Orange Bowl. Oh, my gosh. Have a great Remember day, Missouri that? Sooner. <laughs> yeah, I, oh, that, that next was day. so funny. That next day. Ooh. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. I don't think it was that long ago, though. That wasn't 01, was it? Mm-hmm. I think that was. It seemed like that was more recent. Uh, that was the national championship game. Was our it? national championship game, right? Oh man, it. Uh, yeah, uh, maybe so. But I thought that I thought she was more. Yeah. She was the Florida game, though, wasn't she? Somebody out there will text us. Yeah, right away. I, think I she thought was... she was the title game. You're saying she was the Tebow game? Yeah, I think she was the Tebow game. Hmm. I could be wrong, but. It I'm doesn't seem like years. Ashley Simpson would have been 01, but maybe, maybe. Um, stop it. We're going to have a Bob concert at the spring game this year. I haven't heard that, so I don't know. Um, Bob from Cement, please stop with your text today. <laughs> Is he trying to get somebody elected? <laughs> He's trying to get somebody um, not, uh, you know, doesn't want them in office uh, any longer, so. Yeah, he's being mean today. He's being mean. Uh, Orange Bowl else? against USC is what this texter saying. Ashley Simpson with Ashley? Orange Bowl USC. I know because uh-huh. I was on the air and had my show, and that was a big part of that show that next day. And I, yeah, I, that wouldn't yeah, have been a one. Right. So yeah. you're right. You're right. You're right. Man, what a performance that was! <sighs> but surely that's online somewhere, right? Oh yeah, it's got to be out there. Yeah. All right, out of this break, Ashley Simpson's halftime performance at the national championship game. TJ's going to find it for you. We'll be back. T-Row and TJ, they cold. This is the T-Row in the morning show. Oh, turn it off. Oh, man. <laughs> Listen to the crowd. The booze were what was great about that. <laughs> What year was that? That was 05, the USC, uh, uh, January 4th, 2005. That's what I said originally. I was right. So, <laughs> Hey, uh, before we go back to the phones, we talked men's bracketology. We should also talk women's, where our man Charlie Cream is still doing it, TJ, spitting out women's bracketologies for ESPN. Uh, he has OU as a four seed. Now, remember, on the women's side, if you are a top four seed, you get to host the first two rounds. So this is big to keep an eye on here late. If if OU can keep playing well and secure a top four seed in the dance, then they'll get to play the first two games in the Lloyd Noble Center, which is massive. So right now he has OU a four seed and playing uh, Southern Illinois in Norman, which seems like they should be higher than that to me, to be honest. What are they ranked now? Uh, Didn't they move up to 12? 12, yeah. 
They've got, for example, they got Baylor. He's got Baylor as a four seed as well. And uh, OU swept Baylor. So, anyway, uh, we'll keep an eye on that down the stretch. Doc B, welcome to the show. Hello. Hey, Doc. Ten days, Ten days to opening day, Doc. OU, Auburn, Arlington, Texas. Back in the the 80s, halftime shows. Bowl. Bowl had the the Daredevil for the halftime show. The Bud Bowl. And the the Bud Light Daredevil. Remember that? Uh, Bud Light Daredevils were at the halftime show. I don't remember that. That's the game, yeah. Hmm. I, I take your word. OU basketball game, the Bud Light Daredevils? Now yeah, like were 80, they yeah. uh, were they dunkers or did they ride yeah, the bikes? Okay, they would jump around. I, I vaguely well, remember well, that now that you bring it up. We can hit the we can hit the puppy bowl. We can the puppy bowl. We can hit the puppy bowl. The puppy bowl. Yeah, I'm sure we're going to have another. I love the puppy bowl. I'm sure we'll have another puppy bowl on Sunday. Sure. Yeah. All right, Doc. You know what? We need to get. I'm sure no. I'm sure JB Long has nothing going on this week. Maybe we'll see if we can wake him up early out there in California and come on with us. The voice of the Rams. Hey Doc, thanks for the call, bud. Uh-huh. See you later. Um, they call a Super Bowl. I guess his second one. He's been there for five years now, so mm-hmm. this is old hat for him. By the way, there are two other Big Twelve teams in Arlington next weekend. Kansas State and Texas Tech are both out there. Uh, down there, I should say. And obviously the, the three Big 12 teams are playing the three teams from other conferences, Auburn, Arizona, and Michigan. So they won't play each other. But you think uh, uh, there's like there's no doubt OU and Tech are going to share scouting reports. You know, Skip and Tadlock. Best friends, yeah. OU plays Auburn first. Tech plays Michigan first. Skip's gladly going to let Tadlock know, here's what I saw when we played Auburn, and Tadlock is gladly going to share with Skip, here's what we saw when we played Michigan. Do you think there'll be any exchanging with Kansas State going on? No, he will not have time for that. He'll be too busy. For the sake of the Big 12 conference. He'll be too busy filling out 14 different lineup cards. Kansas State, you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there could be interest. It could be some interesting, you know. Thinking about moving the catcher to second base today. Yes. Let's write that down. <laughs> I think you greatly exaggerated that personally. I did not exaggerate that. I don't think it was I don't think I, it was any more than we see now. Not true. Not true. He would have the first baseman out in left field and the shortstop mm-hmm. playing catcher. and I, I, I'm not exaggerating. It's all true, 100%. Hmm. There was quite a bit of, of lineup shuffling going on. Well, I think the thing that really got you in a bad mood was the Hector Lorenzana when they would move him from short to second uh. for in certain double play situations. That wait, was, wait. We are at a 3-2 count. Let's move our infielders around. Breaking it. Which, by the way, Major League Baseball teams do all the time now. And it drives me nuts. I can't stand the movement and the shifting. And just play your position, okay? Right. Yeah. 
Hey, there was a stat on the Texas-Kansas game last night that was pretty amazing. I did not know this. I tweeted it out last night. I don't know if you saw it, Teej. But they talked about how old Texas is. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a collection of senior transfers, basically. There's some guys that suck around. You know, you got Andrew Jones, who's been there forever. He's back. Uh, um, a couple of other guys that have been there forever. There. What's what's number three's uh, the other shooter? Ramey, Courtney Ramey, has been there forever. But he also beard in his first year, went into the transfer portal and brought in a bunch of vets, which. Looks like it's paying off for him this year. It'll be really interesting in the next couple of years because you would think they're going to have to get really young to get it. Maybe not. Maybe they'll transfer portal it and just always be old. I don't know. But you would think at Texas eventually they're going to build up through signing classes. But anyway, they average the average age on their basketball team is 22. Which And the comparison was to the Oklahoma City Thunder whose average age on their basketball team is 22.7. Yeah. How about that? Amazing. Who did Texas play Saturday? I think it was Saturday's game. It may have been midweek last week. Um, They got into the discussion over this about the age of Texas, and I think it was Fran. Fran was going on and on about how this is college basketball now. The top programs will no longer be young. Freshman hot shots coming in here. It's going to be mature, older teams that the average age is 22, 23 years old, and that's who's going to start dominating college basketball. That the, This is the shift that you're going to start getting these guys in portals that are from colleges where they want to go somewhere bigger like Texas or, or wherever it may be, and that's what you're going to start seeing. He might be right. The interesting thing will be, you know, now you have seen more and more guys who are high school stars, not a bunch, but more, Go straight to the G League. The G League, yeah. Or sign some endorsement deal to get them through that one uh-huh. year. Mm-hmm. Right. And skip the one-and-done Kentucky or Can- or Kansas or Duke. There's still a lot of that going on. And those schools are still very much going to be in play for those five-star one-and-donners. But. There is so much transfer portal movement going on, and there is such an advantage to having veteran teams that it's going to be an interesting dichotomy to see exactly how the Blue Bloods deal with that. I can see the next level of teams really capitalizing on this, who who aren't in the hunt for the five-star Blue Bloods. But can, they are good programs, and can assemble veteran teams. I'll maintain in any sport there is still tremendous value in recruiting a kid, bringing him in as a freshman, developing him in your program, and taking the buddy healed route to him getting better and better as his career goes along. The problem is the patience of the kids and yeah. whether they're willing to do that or not. So it it is going to be fascinating to watch. And the parents, honestly, they just like they get there as a freshman, and by the second semester, if they're not starting, they're like, you know what? Where can we transfer to? 
and it kind of stinks. But it will. It is going to change the sport, no doubt. Eight forty-seven. We'll be back. Hey everyone, it's KJ Kindler, OU women's gymnastics coach. Listen to me every week on the Plank Show as we talk everything OU on the Ref, the home of Sooner fans. Okay. Okay. Enough. <laughs> I back. sounded Final... great that night. The OU fans were just mad they were losing. That's why I got booed. Final segment of uh, of uh, a Tuesday show. It's time for the crossover brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. We welcome in now the hardest working man in radio, Chris Plank. Good morning, Chris. Hello. Sorry, I'm new. I, I didn't guy. turn up your mic. That's fine. That's fine. Wasn't there something weird that she did at the end of that performance, yeah, she, too? She, so her voice started cracking, and then she's like, scream! Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. just like ran off the stage. <laughs> I was there, and I don't remember any. Oh, wait, that was USC. No, I was not there. That's right. I keep thinking the Florida Tebow game. But, yeah, unique, huh? Do you remember what the halftime show was, the last Orange Bowl we went to? Yes. Flo Rida. That's right. <laughs> Toby thought the it was Alabama, great. Alabama game. That's right. No, it was terrible. It was terrible. I, I do remember that whole night was miserable. Yes. Um, we were in the worst booth we've ever been in. Correct. Oh, you got pounded. That's right. Um, Flo Rida performed at halftime. It was a primetime game, so we didn't get out of there till like 1 a.m. That's right. I took the whole crew back to the hotel, dropped them off. That had to return the car to the Miami airport. We were staying on South Beach or up in Fort Lauderdale somewhere, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think we've ever stayed like on South Beach, but it was like a forty-five yeah. minute drive not, not, to the Miami short. airport. I dropped it off. Had to Uber back to the team hotel. Right. Got back to the team hotel like three thirty in the morning and was starving. And I went up to the uh, hospitality room just to see if somebody had left out some, like, cold guacamole or anything for me to eat. Not a thing, right? Uh, uh, there was a little bit of food, but the only people in the uh, hospitality room were uh, Joe Castiglione and Toby Keith. Huh? There you go. And I had a conversation at 3.30 in the morning that night with <laughs> Joe Castiglione and Toby Keith. Yeah. How about that? Uh, that's, what a night. That turned the whole night around. By the way. Changed it all. Changed it all. And then we got on a plane like at 7 the next morning. <laughs> I was going to we say, we literally left that next morning weary, bright and yeah. early. Gosh, I forgot. Might have been 6. Yeah, it, might, it was really early. I remember all of us were not looking good. I'm surprised you didn't just stay at the hotel or at the uh, airport. Like I'll just well, well, we flew out of Fort Lauderdale. Oh, that's right. It was a different airport. That's right. Mm-hmm. Gosh. Yeah, old Barney didn't do us a favor on that trip when he uh, got it. The, the 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 car that we got was from the we had to return it to the Miami airport, right. and I was like, "But we're flying out of Fort Lauderdale," and he was like, "I oh, know, my bad." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Not the same." <laughs> These two are uh, not the same. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, did you take in some KU Texas? Or are you talking about the age yeah. and the graphic you put up? How about that crowd? That's a confusing in Austin. game. Yeah, uh, it was a great, great crowd. TJ, great crowd for Texas. Big basketball game, and uh, it, 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 always confusing because you know I never root for Texas in anything. Right. They're just, it, but it's so awesome to see Kansas get beat in basketball. Correct. So that was just one of those can't win situations. But good basketball game. I felt the same way. I'm watching that, 
and as it's heading down the stretch and they're down, what, five with less than a minute left, when dude banked in that three from the top of the key, I was like, I, I think I like that. I think that was good. Or maybe they were down four. And I it, listen, they they played some straight up defense on Ochai Obaji on those last two se- uh, yeah. those last two possessions. There was so. the play though where the the ball got deflected out of bounds and it obviously hit Brown on uh-huh. the sidelines. Like a minute and a half left or two and a half minutes left. It was just beyond reviewable time. Right. And I was like, they dadgum get every call, man. Every call late in games goes Kansas's way. Yep. Remember the one that went out of bounds in the OU game, and they said Tanner Groves touched it, <laughs> it and he close. wasn't within five feet of the ball? <laughs> uh, even on the road, they were getting yeah. every single call. But, no, I loved it. I thought it was good. I thought that was uh, that's a nice little two-game bounce back for Texas. I know the smart aleck response is this league, but, Toby, man, this league, it's, it's something else. Rugged. It's something else. It's rugged, and OU de- need, vet desperately needs a win tomorrow night. Absolutely. So, and they better come ready for a fist fight because that's what Texas Tech does. I mean, even their broadcast crew shows up ready to bear. They're ready to throw down. So, Haxton yeah. is ready to go. Chris Level mm-hmm. is uh, doing push-ups in between segments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't have time here, but do you just for a conversation, maybe even on Spotlight today? Go ahead. Do you worry about Big Twelve teams? if games are called tightly in the postseason when we get to March Madness? Because I feel like Big 12 yes. officials have kind of been like, let them play. Yeah. No, I think you could I think you could see a whole lot of foul trouble for Big 12 teams in the NCAA tournament because the, the way they've normally played all year, it won't be allowed. I, don't, you know. <laughs> I think you're right. So you're going to have guys with three, four fouls very early in games. Definitely possible. Chris, have a great show today. I will see you here very soon. Jada Coleman in an hour and a half. KJ Kindler next. Yep. All right, stick around, folks. KJ Kindler coming up. Jada Coleman coming up. Plank Show and Josh coming up. We'll do it again tomorrow here on the T-Row in the Morning Show. Have a great Tuesday, everybody.